around in that Texas town. About to shack outside the game. You know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you're gonna go to that whole mile on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. We're back. It's episode 26, and let me tell you, tonight is going to be a record breaker. Our guest is one of Dom Day's most sought-after interviews. I'm your host, Justin, and I'm here with my esteemed co-host, the professionals of podcasting, the masters of monologue, Donnie, Cote, and, well, that's it. No babe tonight, guys. And as always, we are joined by Dizzy Patterson, our top-notch executive producer who's enjoying a case of frosty colds and manding the sound. Donnie, Cote, where do you think babe is tonight? He's not here. Can't can't you tell? A lot what more hair fuck? on the call tonight. What the fuck? We just you know. I know we take I, two weeks off, and he thinks he can just run his own schedule. Absolute bullshit. I've heard I a know. rumor that he's here in Ontario, up in Tobermory, having dinner with his sister. But I highly doubt that that's true. I'm not <laughs> sure. That was just a. I heard a rumor. Tex said it might be happening. Mind you, Tex had had a case of beer that he was up at Rees and they were hugging. <laughs> <laughs> i i doubt that i doubt that yeah i just thought i'd throw it out there that's i, that's I don't see it no? does he does he have any inside info on that you can share with us no dizzy's beard is in his ears yeah that is, a nice, that is a nice jake buzzing he's got going isn't it? <laughs> exactly all righty guys let's bring out tonight's guests this is going to be a big episode they're the winner of a combined nine Dom Day titles. Add to that one silver brick, one golden block, two co- worst coach awards, one worst athlete award, and a Hall of Fame induction. Round it all out with a pair of Rookie of the Year awards that were won 20 years apart. Some might say this might be our most decorated twosome that we've had on the show so far. Somebody <coughs> toss on the Wanderer. It's time to shuffle. Please welcome to the show Chevy Savickas and Simon Birch. Woo! How you doing, fellas? Hey, guys. Good to see nice you to guys. Holy shit. I thought Barry closed up, but obviously not. It's God's country. It's God, yeah, yeah, yeah. With snow. Yeah, God's country with snow, right, Simon? <laughs> All righty, guys. We're going to operate. Oh, Donnie, you want to jump in? I was just going to say for our listeners should know that we tried to have the show last week, but Chevy couldn't figure out how to turn a laptop on. So we had to bring in Marty as a. Uh, if you a, weren't late, you would have heard down that. Oh, I, I, uh, no, Sorry. I, you know, let's no, get he on did, I didn't know what a fucking laptop was. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, guys, we're going to start it off by going back to 1979. Chevy, you won rookie of the year that year. You also won your first championship with the Dumac Dogs as a rookie. A lot of talk about your first year in, in the Dom Day tournament as one of the dynamo rookies that enter this thing. Tell us a bit about that first year for you. Well, I'll put one hell of a team together, I tell you. And we had Pick on our team, too, and I think he should have won Rookie of the Year. But fuck him. It's all mine. <laughs> and you're here all these years later still as one of the best uh, one of the best personalities in Dom Day history. Uh, you've I got seven. From, yeah, go ahead. I learned that from Donnie. Yeah. Donnie brought me along real well. Yeah. And you've got seven championships. Um, some of them as a player, some of them as a, as a coach, uh, coaching, uh, with the, uh, with the, uh, 
with the, the tarts and with the uh, most recently with the lip bombers. Um, any of them stick out to you, Chevy, over the years as far as most influential wins for you? Well, always with the tarts. Fuge was a hell of a coach. <laughs> oh, who laughed there? That was fucking me, Coach Hay. <laughs> you could never play for Feudus, team. I didn't want to fucking dress up in those <laughs> different colored outfits. I'm surprised <laughs> that spandex even spit around you. <laughs> I was thin back then, Cote. Yeah, that's true. That was before water. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, so I, uh, I like playing with feuds and uh, all the teams I played for with. Al was uh, a good team. Uh, Westy's team, when Feudsy hit that, uh, that tater out to, to win it all. And, 92 Spartans. Yeah, Spartans. So, so why, Donnie, didn't you, why didn't you play the first year, Chevy? I was playing lacrosse and Donnie didn't invite me because yeah, everybody, everybody else me. was playing lacrosse too. No, but Donnie, <laughs> yeah, I no, Donnie didn't invite me. So the next year he did. I believe you got me and Donnie, didn't you? You know what? I have no idea why you didn't play that first year because, uh, <laughs> Like Cote just said, I mean, a bunch of the bunch of the guys were playing. Are you sure you weren't going away on a summer trip that you, weekend or something? Oh, you had like, to go to yeah. camp. You had to go to camp. <laughs> so, so Donnie, that, you get. Oh, go ahead, Don. No, I, I was just going to say I don't know why he didn't play that first year, but and then on on top of that, I wouldn't I wouldn't know why all of a sudden he played in '79 if he didn't in '78. Would have made more sense in '78 because he was playing, you know, on the infamous Morley Kells team. That year, and, yeah, and uh, he was one of the one of the prime players, and uh, you had to have something else going on, Chef. I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I might have it. Yeah, it's a long time ago because you weren't at the party either, were you? You weren't at the party on the first party when it was at uh, at Bob Brandt's house. No, no. I mean, there there had to be something else. There's no. I mean, I could see you missing the tournament, but I couldn't see you missing that party. Maybe you know, we so didn't you, want him there. I think he was out of town. <laughs> it was on a business trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you were looking for business. Yeah. Let's go. Let's, let's go with that. Yeah. So Donnie, Chevy joins Chevy joins Dom Day and Dom Day 2. Um, we we've had a few guests come on who have already kind of uh, talked to the fact that that Chevy was was one of the top athletes early in 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 Dom Day. Um, what is your recollection as somebody who was coaching? Like, what was the initial scouting report for you guys as as Chevy joins this thing in Dom Day too? Well, you know, it's going to be hard for a lot of our listeners to to understand this, but this this guy is one of the greatest athletes in the history of Dom Day, without without a doubt. I mean, when he was when he was in his prime, and I've said this before. I think I said it on one of the other podcasts too. I. I, I still to this day have never known a guy in any sport, and this, this applies to lacrosse, but carried over to Dom Day, who, who actually was better the more impaled he got the night before the game. That's so very true. I, I, I've never, ever seen a guy like this. I'm, and so the whole key to Chef having a big game was to absolutely get him blotto the night before and he would just show up and he would be unbelievable. Like the, you know, anybody else would be over in the, over on the bench puking, but he was so good, but athletically he was just, you know, he could run like a deer. 
um, his keg was actually inverted back in the day. So, I, you know, most of the listeners are going to be like, okay, Donnie's full of shit again, but I'm telling you, he was, he was a rake and, um, you know, he had the long straggly hair and, you know, I have that one picture of him with the, with the blue and white bandana on. And, uh, you know, that was, that was chef and he was an incredible athlete. And, uh, you know, I, I had known him for, uh, through the years more, he was playing with my brother a lot when, when uh, my brother was younger. And then when he got up to junior, you know, somehow we got him. Uh, one, one of the great stories is in junior C where we're playing junior C and I guess chef, you were still a midget, right? Or were you, when we brought you on the bus trip to Aurelia, I think yeah, you I were, midget. I was in midget. He was still a midget. We were junior C and was big Al's team junior C and we're playing Aurelia um, in a, in a playoff series and, um, where we get up two to one in the series, it's a best of five and we come back to Rexton and we blow a tire. So it's two, two. So we got to go back up to Aurelia for game five and it's a Friday night tilt in Aurelia. And we got the, we got the bus and everything. Big Al's our coach. And, and so we, we get on the bus and big Al had this big cooler, big white cooler. And he, on it, he had written thirst aid kit, the thirst aid kit, right? Yeah. So. So going up to the game, you know, and, and Big Al had a way of doing this. He, he, he let, always would let us know that he had plenty of beverages on hand. He wouldn't dare let us into it, or, but he, he let us know that, you know, essentially said, look, we better win this game. Or, you know, I've got all these beers and we're going to have a good time on the way back. So we go up to Aurelia and uh, we walk into the old the Aurelia barn, real nice barn. And, uh, and then they've they've got a whole setup upstairs. <laughs> remember, remember, Chef, they had a yeah, whole setup there, and it, it said uh, I don't know what it, exactly what it said, but it was like, "Congratulations, Lions!" And this is before the game, you know, "Congratulations, Lions!" and best of luck or whatever. So we saw it somehow. So we anyhow we went out and whooped their ass, right? Chef, we called Chev up from the midgets, and he. You know, he, he did really well and we, and we, we beat him up pretty good. So we had we get on the bus and we head back to Rexdale from Aurelia and Big Al brings the thirst aid kit onto the bus and we just start, you know, snapping pops and just having a ball. And Chev got a little too, too heavy into it. <laughs> That's where it all started. Yeah. And uh, I did you end up heaving? Was that? Probably. Was that a, yeah, I think you just lost it. The butt driver hit a bump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, no, I mean, as far as athletically, he was just amazing. And I, I didn't, I didn't have the privilege or the honor of seeing him play hockey. Um, but I, I understand he was a pretty good hockey player as well. So, um, but and lacrosse, he was, he was amazing. And then over the years in Dom Day, when he started out, he won the Rookie of the Year. You know, he was lights out, you know, and then <laughs> over the course of time, he started, <laughs> he started to deteriorate when a lot, a lot of the rest of us were starting to get better as time went on, you know, <laughs> and, and, and uh, Chef was <laughs> deteriorating and, and his, his keg uh, warped in the other direction. So yeah. the, the inverted keg suddenly became slightly rotund and then it got bigger and bigger and I'm not. I don't know how the heck it got to the point where it is now. Um, but well, mom's <laughs> might have some, uh, some yeah. input on that. Right. <laughs> right. And, uh, but yeah, athletically unbelievable. Like, you know, 
Thank you, Donnie. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I think th I think there were there were more compliments than than backhanded compliments in that one, Donnie. So that was that was pretty good. But Chevy, I guess I guess for you kind of coming into this tournament, you went rookie of the year, 1979. 20 years later, Simon joins the tournament, follows in your footsteps, and he wins rookie of the year, being the only guy to steal the rookie of the year trophy from uh, Dicker. Dicker won nine out of eight years and, and Birchie <laughs> came in and, and wins rookie of the year that year. What's that like for you? He joins the tournament uh, all those years later. Uh, it was fantastic, you know, to play with him and to watch him play. I knew he was a good athlete, you know, watching him play hockey all those years. And, but yeah, it was very enjoyable to play with him and against him. And, you know, when he won it, I was happened to be on that team too, and he had no bragging rights. Yeah, you you missed one. You, like I only have two championships, and you missed one when I was with the Alarmers, and uh, Chev attached himself to that team as well as a coach, an honorary coaching staff member, so that I I would not win a championship without him by my side. So that's college. Uh, and and even as you said, twenty years ago, he won it. Then I won it. I was I was a Dumac dog my first year as well, and we lost in the finals. And he's uh very heavily reminds me that I couldn't do what he did so it was uh it's uh it's a running uh, joke in the household and uh, but it's all it's all in fun it's all great it's, uh, that's, that's, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome stuff so Simon you you were drafted 22nd overall I I pulled the program from the year you were a rookie wow. of the year you were drafted 22nd overall uh which now with history proven a little bit incorrect the next year you went eighth overall seems a bit more in line with what we expect nowadays, but um, you went eighth overall to the guy sitting beside you and played for the shufflers. What was that like to play for the shufflers? Well, it was, uh, it was definitely an honor. I mean, anytime we get to do anything together, it's pretty special, but, uh, but again, he, he, he put the, he set the bar pretty high. And then after we didn't accomplish his goals uh, definitely said that I, I threw the tournament for him. So uh, you know, never, never easy on the kid, but, uh, at the same time, we always have a blast and a bunch of pops and, and, you know, just the stories and the camaraderie and the jokes are, that's what it's all about. Right. So it's, yeah. uh, it's great. It's always great to play with them. I, I tell him he should have, he should have had another team and do this, but he didn't want to do it. So it's, uh, well, the shufflers, the shufflers are always welcome back Chevy. So why don't we get into the shufflers a bit? I mean, I think most this of us. Should, know this where shouldn't it. take. This shouldn't take too long. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think most of us know where uh, where the shufflers came, but you know, this is a, a global podcast. It's streaming all over the world. Why don't you tell us about the origins of the shuffler name, Chevy? Well, it all happened at uh, one of the Dom Day parties, and uh, started to shuffle. I did my dance, did a wanderer, and it just continued. So I thought, why not put a team in under the shufflers? And we made it to the final the first year. And then after that, boy, I went down. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't win a game the next year. Is it because you drafted your friends or is it because? I don't have any friends you didn't, you when didn't, I go over you didn't have five a, or whatever it was. You didn't have an up-to-date program? I think I had Koke on the team, didn't I? I don't think I played for you. I played with you like on the first, I was with you with Al's team on that original team. But I don't. Oh, I don't think I played Dizzy. Shufflers. Yeah, Dizzy, Dizzy was a oh, shuffler. Dizzy, yeah, poor bastard. That, that was a big mistake. But <laughs> like, I you guys went to the finals though that year, didn't you? The first year I did, yeah. Yep. 
But then you went to the finals most recently. Pardon me? You also went to the finals recently, right? You you faced Ian, I think, in the finals? Uh, when I was with uh, Kevin Woods brought me along. with the Oh, well, you guys, yeah, yeah. But I think, I thought the Shufflers went to the finals recently. I could be, could be wrong. No. I, no. I was only coaching two years, and I went to the finals the first, and the second I got crushed. Fair enough. How many years w- did you play, Chevy? How many, when did you quit? When did you finish? What, what, what do you think? It's got to be at least 10, 10 12 gotta be, years now. Got to be, be 10 years now. At 10, least 12. 10. Why'd yeah. you quit? Because you were shit? <laughs> no, uh, I was overweight. <laughs> and, you know, I'm still trying to get back to my playing weight. And <laughs> it's not working out well. Oh, we, We've never used that term. The guy was overweight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, okay. We usually I got tell you. Okay. Yeah. Didn't you win the, the base running the one year? Well, remember you guys used to do the races around the yeah. base? You, so were, you, you were the winner then. We were so trying I, to figure out. I was a shuffler that year, the only year we were on the West Diamond. And you you were our representative in the uh, in the keg run. Against Jonesy, yeah. Roscoe had the infamous yeah. wipeout. Yeah. <laughs> oh, three feet Jonesy? Oh, no, Roscoe fell, right? Roscoe fell, yeah. getting right out of the box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then trying <laughs> to slow down. First two? Uh, yeah, we no, we think he fell leaving the box also. and then coming off a third base. Yeah. Oh, okay. He went for a header. Yeah. <laughs> His glasses were all fucked up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, if you'd listen to our other episode, Chevy, if you'd get a fucking computer, we talked about that. I do listen to him, Peckerhead. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> So Chevy, does that mean we've now solved who actually won the keg race? Are we saying that Chevy won the keg race? Because I know that was in a big debate about who actually won that thing. Well, let's just say if I lost to those guys, then <laughs> I, I deserve to quit. I should quit and never play again. Fair enough, yeah. Chevy. We'll put your name on the trophy of the keg race. We're going to put that into Dom Day history for you. I think I think Lil was on our team too, but he wouldn't do it. I he didn't sure. want to leave. He didn't want to leave the grill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's good stuff. So, so, okay, Simon, I, for you, obviously, I mean, Chevy grew up with these guys, but you joined this tournament in 99. Um, not sure. I mean, for me, I would have been really pretty young at that age, but not sure how much you'd been around the t- tournament growing up, but who are some of the guys that like, as Chevy introduces you to them, just kind of are ingrained in your memory, like from early days. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I started coming around the tournament, I think I was 12 or 13. Uh, then that's when Pat started dating mom. And, uh, and then I remember the first year I, I was, uh, I was actually supposed to be at my dad's and my, um, Pat invited me over to the tournament and I was like, yeah, because my, I guess I was, I was getting dropped off because my dad was living in right behind the hospital, uh, on Linmont. And I remember being at the tournament first year and I didn't want to go. I didn't want to leave. I, I was there for like a game or two just to check it out and hang out with Pat and, and, you know, started our, our bonding, I guess. And, uh, and I didn't want to leave, you know, and I was, I was calling my dad saying, I'm going to stay longer. And I was, you know, talking to mom, like, just let him, let me do it. You know, and again, just a spry 13 year old, you know what I mean? <laughs> just want to be around the guys and, and, you know, just being at the tournament and, and seeing how everyone reacted. I didn't even want to say a word. I just wanted to like, listen to everybody else and the chirps. And, you know, it was just like a, one big family from the start for me, you know what I mean? And just being around, it was great. Um, you know, Mike was always pretty close with Chev and, and Mike kind of took me under his wing a little bit and, 
started bringing me to his hockey games at York U, uh, giving me hockey sticks, which of course, when you're a young kid, that's the, that's the meat and potatoes of everything. Right. And I know he, he probably became one of my, like my boyhood idol, like growing up real quick. And then again, you know, uh, obviously Colin, uh, you know, I, I guess when I, he, I mean, he won the Stanley cup in 89. So, I mean, as a young hockey player, you, you're always looking up to guys that are champions and then, you know, the character of the guy himself, you know, and always took time to come in and say hello and, tell me a story or two about the big leagues, you know what I mean? And, and then it doesn't stop there. Like, I mean, even Donnie, like going to John Hopkins and, and everything like that, like just, you know, as a young kid seeing like all the opportunities uh, available out there and like, you know, that there's a lot of different paths to get wherever you want to go or where you're supposed to be. And, you know, watching everybody and from all, I guess, <laughs> all the roots of Rexdale from, you know, uh, I guess the, the, you know, the boys who ride the bikes to, you know, the, the, the professional players, right. And the, in the, the, it was just, it was just awesome to be around. It was just such a, a, a melting pot or, or, or a bunch of guys that kind of came together from all different ways. And you got to see it all and be a part of everything. And it just, I don't know, for me, it was, it was the beginning of the rest of my life. Like I can't say that everything that I've gone through and everything that I've been a part of or been privy to is there's probably somebody from this tournament connected to it, you know, whether it's just a young memory or someone give me some direction or, you know, throwing opportunities out for me. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, uh, it's, it's, I can't even say enough about it. I could talk for hours about it, you know, like individual pieces of the tournament for me growing up and then becoming a part of it. And, uh, you know, and then even you guys getting older and becoming in the tournaments, like you said, you were pretty young back then. And, and all the guy, kids, you know, were picking up beer bottles just like I did my first year, you know. And then next thing you know, you're in the tournament and we're at where we're at today, right? So, but yeah, I think my, I mean, pretty much Mike and Colin are my, my biggest. And then again, when, it, when it, I got a little older and I was looking at school myself, I went down to Iowa State University, but guys like Donnie who, who had the American experience and stuff and, and even Babe, like I actually got to go to Clarkson uh, uh, a couple of years back and saw his jersey hanging in the rafters type of thing, which was such a super cool thing again knowing him from 13 years old and just you know seeing these guys that you admire and look up to and then when Mike won the Stanley Cup and a lot of us got to you know take a picture with Mike and, and some you know I got one with Mike and Colin which was super huge you know what I mean to me so uh yeah I mean it was just amazing just amazing that's that's really cool I stuff. like that now melting pot that fucking accurately describes our our group fucking bunch of guys in the bottom of a fucking melting pot <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 really good stuff simon but i gotta ask one question i mean most of us don't know who the fuck pat is yeah i never i never called him dad and i never i don't yeah. know i guess i never really uh, felt that i i don't know should call him chevy because i never really like you know was around for that time but you know it, it was mainly just a difference between my dad my real dad and, and pat but i mean like i said he's he's my dad too like yeah. So How would you call him? Drunk, fat, or late? Uh, you know what? I, 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 I'll so, go back. You know what I mean? Just, just, just to go there, Chevy. Hey, I just want to ask Donnie. Do you remember when I came down to Hopkins to watch you play? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And you introduced me to Coach Chick. Yep. Yep. And what a, what a mistake. He, he said to me. He said to me. I heard a lot about you. And I'd like you to come down and play for me. I says, well, Chick, there's one problem. I need 26 credits. <laughs> and he says, well, we got quite a few overgrads. Maybe they'll lend you a few. So, And it never happened. But 
I did enjoy watching Donnie play field as well. And he won it. He, they won it all. That's we, so. we got to just touch on that while Chevy's talking about that. Chevy, I, I said that you were the one who pushed Hunts in the pool. I'm, I'm not wrong, correct? You gave him that little body check in the pool at the Holiday Inn after, the, after when they won in Ithaca. Maybe. There you go. Just clarifying. Okay. It was, I, I had no issue with it at all. I just, it didn't go over that well with Dave at the time. Well, that's not my problem. No, exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Justin, back to you. No, that's fantastic stuff. Um, so I guess Chevy, some of the other questions we had, um, and we'd talked about this, this previously and, you know, talking about credits and all that sort of stuff. I'm told you apparently went to TCI, um, and we were talking about guys who went to TCI who ended up sitting on the third baseline. Uh, and there are not many of them. Uh, we talked about you being over there, and I think it was Kim, Kim McCray as the other person who went to TCI who ended up on the third baseline. How did you end up sitting on the third baseline? I did like West Humber people, so I sat over there. <laughs> Easy enough. That's Fair all enough. I have to say about that. <laughs> Fair enough. And 40 years later, you're still sitting there. And I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> Your buddy Gordy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank God he quit smoking. <laughs> For his sake. <laughs> Cost me 15 cartons a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chef, give us a lay of the land then, sitting over there on, on third baseline. Like, who are some of the guys that, I mean, we've got the usual suspects, but who are some of the guys that just really stand out uh, on the third baseline in terms of some of your, your memories? Uh, there's not that many, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, but Chuck always sat over on the first base side with all the Gallagher's. And I, I think Feud sat over on the third base side a little bit. And then Rocky started sitting there. And uh, there wasn't a big crowd over there. Well, if you just looked at me, there could have been a big crowd, but, you know, no, I just enjoy over there. It's close Fair to enough. the grill. Fair enough. And in the action, not too far from Donnie either. That's not bad. So Chevy, some of the other questions, I guess, that we had for you is, um, about your umpiring, um, uh, uh, Pro umpire, you umpired plenty of games. Why don't you tell us a bit about umpiring? We don't have many guys on here who are who have or are willing to, to umpire. Tell us a bit about umpiring in Dom Day. Well, I know Dizzy is going to reinstate me <laughs> to ump just one more game. And that bald Italian, Frankie Tarasco, must play in that game. If yes, he says can. that I was the worst coach he's ever seen, he hasn't seen anything yet. He's going to probably have to be ball. a morning. It'll have to be a morning game, right? So you still haven't got into the booze too hard. Oh, no, I'll want to get into the booze very heavy. <laughs> and, Chef, why haven't, why haven't you umpired the last few years? Well, Frankie cried so much. They said no more. And I went, okay, now I'm back. Yeah. Well, you've, you've made a career, you know, fuck the umpiring thing. Umpiring's not that good. You've made a career out of, out of, you know, helping coaches bring their teams to championships as we talked about, right. You've, you've coached at least three or four behind the scenes to, to a championship. So I think that's probably a more lucrative position. 
That's right. I, I like to pick and choose my my uh, spots when it comes to that. I wait till they're up four or five yeah. in the final. In the final, and then I slip right in. <laughs> Find a jersey over by yeah. the the empty box with the one jersey left. Slip it on and come out like a hero, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then what? One one year he got fired. Remember, he got fired halfway through the tournament. Oh, I did. Uh, I remember the tarts. Uh, the tarts ownership. Uh, gas them. They can be quick. I think it was yeah. third base. Yeah, <laughs> he sent a guy yeah. home and cost them. Oh well, he, he was on. He was yeah. on too, and they brought in some heavy hitters. And Kinger and I had hired us to a short thirty-six hour contract, and we won That's the right. title. We won the title. Was that so. was that when you came in in the limo when all the beer yeah came, yeah fans came out first? <laughs> yeah. So well, feuds it would let me lead off, and so. I sent a guy home. So what? <laughs> but the beauty of that was we, we had that orchestrated for a week. So it just played out, played out perfectly. We had no idea yes. that, that you guys were going to be 0 and 2 when we rolled in, but you were, and it was great. <laughs> Even if you were 2 and 0, you were going to get fired. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Good. That's good stuff. So out of all the guys you've coached with, then I think you've coached with a few, like who are you looking forward to uh, coaching with next? Any, anybody else you, you know, whether you've coached with before or anybody else you'd like to bring some Chevy magic to their team? Oh, well, I'm going to stay, stay with Kevin Woods. Defend the title. With Kevin, and uh, because he lets me do what I want. Fair enough. Fair enough. And if you guys and, don't and, like it, then I'll go to the next team. Unlike Mrs. Brown, who didn't let you do what you wanted, right? Oh, God. Bobo Brown. <laughs> she, I can't she believe, she plucked, I can't she, believe she plucked me. She wasn't high on you. You weren't high on her list at all. She didn't like me, but she did not like you. Who was this? Uh, math teacher at uh, at Thistletown. She yeah, didn't agree, she didn't agree with Chevy and I. <laughs> no, <laughs> she was probably a very good teacher then. Yeah, <laughs> cost me an education. <laughs> exactly, along with Woodsy. Well, Woodsy, yeah, that's true too. He always, well, if I ask him for notes and all that, he would give me the wrong ones on purpose. You get less credits than you already didn't have. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. So, Chevy, if you look back over the, the course of your Dom Day career, what would you say is like one of the memories that most jumps out to you as something that was your most memorable memory? The pitch to Feuds. And when he hit, when he won it all with that one swing. And, and you're he talking about the, the Spartans, right? Yeah, and that's when he give it to was it he give it to Bobby Brett rounding second, give yeah. him the fingers and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. that was that game was taped, wasn't it? I think that was yeah. It was game. Bobby yeah. and I were filming it. Bobby yeah. and I were filming it. What, what year? What year was that then? Ninety two. Ninety two. Yeah. Yeah. So when when Fida came up, we were giving him the gears. Here's the number one pick. Here's the best player in the tournament. He's sucked this year, hasn't he, Bobby? And we're on and on and on. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> right the time. tournament's over. Yeah. He, he put a few, uh, made you guys pretty quiet. Yeah. yeah. And for anybody to speak, you know, Bobby's not one to talk, you know. He always, <laughs> when he threw a ball, he hopped, you know. And oh, wonder why he stopped playing. His back. He's back. He's back. He said he got tired of carrying his teams. 
yeah, yeah. Some he's our next. Club. He's our next guest, by the way. He'll be the first guest of the new year. So, oh god, that's good stuff. So, the Chevy, next person you- we're having on Chevy is Tish Shepard. Tish, <laughs> Tish is going to come on and talk us about selling hockey equipment. Well, I tell you something. She was a better ball player than a lot of us. Oh yeah. So so okay. Same question over to you, Simon. Uh, what is uh, one of your uh, top memories? Yeah, honestly, it's 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 probably from like the first time I went to the tournament. But the '90s Spartan moment was uh, was kind of mine too. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if I because I've watched it on tape before and saw it live. And I you know again just looking up to Mike and stuff and you know watching it happen just seemed like the greatest moment in the world at the time. You know what I mean? I think I was probably what 15 then or something 16 maybe and uh, and yeah, just watched it happen and I've been there a couple times and again Mike would be taking me out. So uh, it was just kind of kind of cool how it happened, and that's that's for sure my one of my favorite memories. And of course, winning winning with Chev and whatnot, and you know every every Dom Day party, and you know how you know how it is. And there's not there's never a dull moment really, right? But but the '92 Spartans is probably probably the the big moment for me too. But uh, you know besides the first day, like I said, just kind of getting the, the lay of the land and meeting everybody, and not knowing really what it was going to turn into or what it was, and you know, the rest is history, as they say, right? Yeah, that's good stuff. And then Chevy, what about what about you? As we talk about parties, I mean, you're a central figure in the in the Dom Day party realm with the Wanderer and all that. What are some of your memories from Dom Day parties that really stick out? Any good ones that jump out? He can't remember any. <laughs> well said. <laughs> oh shit! I knew. Because Pino would let me know when he was going to put the song on. So I had to start drinking pretty good to get that body moving. Because after that, I was very tired. <laughs> it was the dance that put you over the edge, was it? It was. Yeah. You know, and it, some of the girls, though, you guys put out there, my God. I can't believe I can't believe they married some of the guys that we know. There's nothing left to pick. Oh. <laughs> that, that's a whole other show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny uh, stuff. And then, okay, so other things as well. What about the Windy Gym, uh, Chevy? You guys are a big piece of the Windy Gym. What are your uh, memories from there? Oh, I just like betting horses. And I wasn't part of that uh, group that bought that horse that they lost on Highway 27. <laughs> he was a smart investor. Yeah. By being a non-investor. Yeah. But you love the ponies, right, Chevy? You love going to the track. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's always a good time, you know, to give my money there and <laughs> leave with nothing again, you know. <laughs> Because you you knew a lot of people, I'd say, say in that upper deck, right? All of the local guys, you you, you knew lots of them just because you'd show up there all the time, and you weren't you weren't uh, the quietest guy in the world. So everybody knew who Chevy was, right? Yeah, yeah. Those are some of our first bonding times. I remember that place when it was just a sheet of cement, and we'd walk <laughs> in, and you know, he'd be he'd be teaching me young, and we and I remember hitting a triactor for like nine hundred bucks, and uh, and I and he gave me ninety bucks, and I I, I get on. <laughs> or something or 900 gave me 90 and i was like i was complaining right because i'm 13 i just, i should get paid right was, i picked the numbers and he's like but you haven't put out any money all day i think it was like the 13th race or something we hadn't won once right and we're betting triactors the whole time so we're betting like 20 40 bucks a race right 
No, 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 no. I was oh, betting yeah. 70, 40 bucks a race. I was betting, but, <laughs> but yeah, so we finally hit, but yeah, we were there. We were there. We, were, we went there probably at least once a week. Oh yeah. Sometimes not long, sometimes for the, for the marathon session, but. Oh, I good. enjoy it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Donnie, some, some of the, Donnie, you like the track? Oh yeah. You know, I was going to say before, before we started with all of us going to the track, whatever, when I would come up for Dom day, I would come up to mom and dad's place and dump my shit and whatever. I go over to Chevy's and grab him and we go to the track Yeah, on, on whatever, whatever Wednesday or Thursday, whatever, and go over there. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we, we were big on the track all the time. And then we finally, it started growing. We got more and more guys to come <clears throat> and eventually evolved into what it is today. But, uh, then yeah. put a pool or money together and yeah. But back and in the day, Dicker was a regular Dicker was a regular Whomper. Yeah. yeah. Babe. Babe. Yeah. 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 And Pete Maruk, he was a staple over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. They had a fat ahead of him on the, Frank, on the Frankie, but we won't go in, Frankie, but we won't work touch that one any further. <laughs> it's all right. Dom days will be here again, and then uh, Frank and I will get to know each other again. <laughs> uh, some stuff. So Chevy, uh, and as we're talking about, kind of doing around the horn on some of the events, um, the other big one is obviously Remos. Um, not many people might know. I think a lot of people will, but there's definitely some people who don't know that Remos started because of a connection that you had. So why don't you tell us a bit about uh, Remos, how you got us in there and and that stuff? Well, I I used to go out there two or three times a week and I uh, talked to Rudy and Kelly and I told them about this ball tournament and I said, would it be all right if I brought a whack of the boys back? And their wives and that, he, he, yeah. And and it was walking distance home. Well, well, staggering distance home. Yeah, it still took me four hours. But <laughs> <laughs> how? What? What? What year do you think that was, Chevy? Would you any recollection or Donnie? Do you remember the first time we did we did Remos? Well, what I what I do remember is before Remos, we would do a pizza party at the field. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, but we would just yeah. order. We would order 10 pies or 12 pies and get them delivered there. And then there was some sort of an issue one year with uh, the neighbors or, or something, you know, people didn't want us hanging out. And, but we did that for a number of years. So I'm thinking we've been, we've been, we've been at Remo's probably <clears throat> my guess would be since around Dom day 15 or so, I think. Oh, you think um, that long back, eh? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, right, right back there. And then I'm pretty uh, sure it's at least 99. Like uh, it was, I, I'm pretty sure I've always gone there since I started playing. Yeah. So 99 would have been uh Dom day 21. Um, so, and just a few years before that, I think. So, yeah. yeah. So mid nineties and, uh, but Chev got us in there and, uh, you know, we, we had gone there because, you know, Chev had been going there and he, he had also, didn't you also play for that ball team there? Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, somehow we would end up there periodically, you know, to have a couple of beers with Chev or, or whoever. And, uh, but, uh, and then I think Chev was like, okay, uh, yeah, Rudy, you'll have you guys all over. Come on over on, on, we started on the, on that first night of the tournament, go on over there. And it just Friday night. Yeah. It took off. You know, it wasn't, I don't think it was like 
you know, huge the first day, first time, but second, third. And then it was, you know, ever since it's been, it's probably a lot of people's favorite, favorite night, you know, and guys would show up the way and just put on absolute drinking clinics, like, like text text, like he made his mark there by out, you know, falling down in the ditch, going home and back to the <laughs> to bar head. The guys did some dumb stuff back. Wally. Then. Like, Wally. Yeah. Wally. Yeah. But guys wouldn't leave there till two in the morning. Right. Like oh, yeah. it was, it was pathetic. You. Yeah. 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 Real <laughs> pathetic. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> 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 I was gonna say everybody uh, else, Cote. Yeah, Sid. Yeah, Chevy. Chevy, we've got a real, guy. we've got a real we problem on this show. Yeah. Whenever Cote's <laughs> telling us a story, it's a we always. So I, maybe that's the next question. Then, obviously, as we're talking about about Remos and walks walk home. I mean, Paul, Cote, uh, you're gonna have to sort out a new a new route home now that Judy's out of that neighborhood. I mean, that's very been tragic, a, very sad. I know. A it's a long walk to Alston. <laughs> yeah um so talk a bit then as well i know we talked about it briefly but we did talk about it with with frankie t um the the remos baseball team what was that like chevy um who was on that team that ended up in, is still in dom day but what were some of those uh memories like well whomper played on that team how do what's that was howie no no. So was it like you guys were in a Rexdale league that played on a particular night of the week? Like it was well, one, one of the guys uh, that used to go there all the time and is Barry Marsh guy um, asked who wanted to play. And Frankie used to go in there sometimes. And I said, Frankie's a good ball player. And uh, Steve anymore <laughs> for a big guy, you got to see this guy play baseball. He wouldn't even make Dom Day. Nowhere. <laughs> that that says a lot. <laughs> no, he wouldn't there. be on the draft list. <laughs> oh yeah. Where were where were the games behind Heather Ray? Was it or was it? Uh... Oh, I think they were down by Kielsdale, I think. Okay. A field down at Kielsdale, I believe. And it wasn't. I don't know how many teams are in a league, but you played once a week. It was a good time. And like I say, Wamper played. Uh, Paul Flynn, Rexdale boy. Most of the guys were from Rexdale. And then did you go back to Remo's after and destroy about 6,000 drinks? Jesus Christ, was that a dumb question or what? (laughs) (laughs) Dustin, you ask the questions, please. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a, a layup there, Chevy. Um, <laughs> but okay. So besides Remo's I'm told, and, and I'm hoping I don't have the, uh, the Intel wrong, but I'm told, um, your mom worked at the donut shop, which was influential when you guys played donut tag. Um, so what is some of your memories on the donut, the donut tag and, and all that sort of stuff gooning, I guess, uh, growing up. Well, good old mighty Mike Fuda. Since he was so young, we sent him in. And he come out with uh, how many dozen? A couple of dozen? Donnie? Yeah. Yeah. Dale's Dale's. Dale's honey cuts, <laughs> French crullers. <laughs> and I think Donnie's the one that said, you get your ass in there, get the gooey ones. What do you the blueberry filled ones? Yeah. Yeah, the blueberry, the cherry, get all the gooey ones. Even the eclairs were good because they're long. You could throw them like footballs. <laughs> but 
Yeah. Chef, Chef's mom. Chef's mom was a staple there. I mean, she. I don't know how long that store was there, but she was you know, there at least twenty years until before, they asked her to leave. Yeah, I mean, I think before we were probably born, it was there. I, I don't yeah. know. Mister Mister uh, Do- Donut. Mister Donut. Yeah. 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 But yeah. she was asked to leave after a lot of years. She was asked to leave? Her, well, she had two jobs in one. <laughs> if, we know, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. She had some extracurricular work that she was doing there before computers. That's right. You, you, you owe $50 just for the juice money. <laughs> <laughs> that donut cost you $150, sir. <laughs> That's right. Remember last week's bet? and that's when the boss caught her the one time yeah i'm sorry it's either this or your job he she goes i make a lot more money doing this see she would have loved online betting today chevy oh (laughs) (laughs) but then she started doing it from home and this is before cell phones and all that but she she was a legend like she was a uh, gregarious, gregarious sort, right? And just made her presence was known wherever she was. And so oh, yeah. I, I always remember her at the at the rink, you know, at Pine Point and everything. And and uh, she was good friends with my mom and stuff. And uh, so, but she was just a she had a great personality, just you know, tremendous, just very outgoing, very welcoming, very friendly, which I'm I'm sure came in handy with. The, with the job there, but, uh, <laughs> she, well, she was she was a legend in Rexdale. Yeah, like all, so many people knew her. You know, like so. all people, I'd have to go down to the store and use a payphone because if I was on the phone at the house talking to somebody, get off time. the phone! I got people calling. <laughs> yeah, the fifth race is not very money. far away. Yeah, <laughs> you're costing me money <laughs> until I. Until I saw her uh, being ushered out. <laughs> Minor detail. Minor. Yeah. I hear let's, let's skip over that. Yeah. So, okay. So, Chef, talking about other, other childhood antics, you were also the one who brought the, uh, the first Canada flag uh, over to uh, Casefield um, when you borrowed some flags from Texaco. Um, do you remember I, that? I believe that was Cote and I. Sure. <laughs> I think it was though, Cote. Oh, but I would say we probably did it on maybe after shoot the shit, like we would have got them on the Thursday night or on the on the Friday night, right? I would I would think it was probably on the Thursday night when we, yeah. we would do but shoot it was, the shit. And right after it was, was one on Albion Road. Right after we, we got forward. the fence. It was right after we got the first home run fence. Uh, yeah, I remember being a part of that one too. It was, it was like a double dip. You know, we were on a roll. We got the home run fence from Centennial Park. Then we, got that, we got that green nylon one. Yeah. Yeah. And then our, on our way back, Texaco had just, just put up a couple of brand new four by six flyers up on the mast. You know, they were gorgeous. And so somehow one of us got, got wind of that and we decided. We didn't to, like where they were. We thought no. they yeah. looked better at the field. Yeah. And it looked like a couple of ringtailed lemurs climbing. And you, you know, we, we still have that. That original Canadian flag is in that like, is in that dirty, moldy bag of banners and shit. You know that, that goes missing every dom day. Right, Somebody finally find <laughs> right. it. Yeah, 
How do's garage forever? Because nobody can remember when they're leaving the field, nor do they give a shit about it. But then all of a sudden on on June 28th, it's like, oh yeah, where's the banner? (laughs) Who's got the flags? Yeah. Well, I think I think it's always a testament to who's at the field the latest. In the last few years, it's been going back and forth between Rocky and Trout. So you know who's been shutting down third baseline the last few years because that's yeah. uh, that's where the banners typically end up. Yeah, Waldog had it for a bunch of years. He'd get it too. Yeah, yeah. That 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 group tends to stick it out to the bitter end when it comes to the blunder party. <laughs> but okay so we're gonna also talk as as well guys about um a couple bricks and blocks so simon you won a silver brick um you've had a lot of success in the tournament but 2012 <coughs> who was the asshole that gave you the brick uh i i mean as far as i know it was anonymous i mean that's that's how it's kind of talked about around here yeah but, uh, what team did yeah, you play for a couple uh oh man uh i don't know maybe one of chevy's it might have been one it might have been stufflers i don't know the, the year he uh he, he accused me of throwing the tournament but there's a few uh, as we've seen in future tournaments there's been a few holes in my swings at times so so basically you know, he threw you under the kipling 45 that's it he's like no transfer you're out <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was uh yeah a few uh few holes there but uh all makes for good stories and, and it makes for a long year for me though. I'll tell you that when I, his blocks went missing, they go missing pretty quick after the tournament, but mine was there for pretty much a whole year on the fireplace. Uh, you know, every time you watch TV, you knew it was there. So it was, uh, you know, anytime I get the, I get the gears, uh, I get them. I do so. apologize though. <laughs> well, Simon, you got to be good enough to win the brick. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's still a compliment in that sense. Guys like me never have a shot at winning the brick. So, you I won up one. us there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Must have been a long time ago, right, Cote? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, so, other than other than that, Chevy, you have a you have a block, um, but you never won a brick, right? You never won a brick, I don't think. So, like, what the well, fuck went on I there? Have. Yeah, I don't I think he has. A, I think I, he has a brick. You have, have a brick and a block. Okay. Yeah. Not as many as Gordy, though. Gordy got the golden back, right? Yeah. Yeah. Gordon has a. And I remember when I got the block, I held it on my shoulder and Gordy McCray yelled, Look, he's got two heads. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise. Oh, yeah. Only Gordy, you know. Uh, That's good stuff. And then, and then, I mean, as we're talking about bricks and blocks, I mean, Simon, you, you know, you were, you were pretty close to winning the brick the last time uh, we were at the field, Uh, but your team made it to the final and then you had a final to remember. And yeah, you found the swing swing, and nothing else fucking mattered because you won a championship after that. So the fact that I'm bringing it up is irrelevant, but uh, no, I mean, overall, uh, just funny to funny to think back. No, the rumors, the rumors were loud that that tournament. That <laughs> they were known. Yeah, I, I think I, he was an honorary uh, um, coach. No, I think you 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 invited yourself into the uh, the nominations for that uh, meeting. Yeah, that meeting in in the center of the field there at Pitcher Mount, Pitcher's Mount. Well, uh, Chevy's got a legacy seat there. You know, he's yeah. he's earned it. He's he's yeah. fathered enough children in the tournament that he gets yeah. to vote on anything yeah. from now on. <laughs> he's like God whiskeys everywhere. Like a fungus. Yeah. Good. It, it was all. It was so much fun. Uh, no matter you know, it doesn't matter what you do. If your name's brought up, it's it's pretty. It's an honor. You know what I mean. So, it's it's all fun. I love it. 
Yeah, a lot of good players. A lot of good players have won. So we're going to pivot, guys, and, and maybe not talk baseball. Talk a little bit of hockey. I mean, both you guys are a big part of some of the, the hockey memories we, we have. Um, Placid. Um, Chevy, you went on some Placid trips, right? Oh, I believe I did. <laughs> did you play, Chevy? When you went, did you coach or did you, on those early ones, did you play? Played. I don't play. I was, I was always drunk. He was on the, he was on the original team when we went, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the three in the room were Chevy, Terry Sanko and Fuda. Yeah. 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 What, they roomed together? Yeah. Fuse was on the original team too. Fuse was on What hotel were you guys at? We yeah. were at um, like that one that was kind of like steps down and it had different balconies, like a real yeah. older style one. Yeah. Like as you, as you're, you got to head uphill from the cottage yeah, I was on to the get left. to it on the right, at, up on the right before okay. they were, before they remodeled it, you know, yeah. and they had us in cages in there and uh, the three of them. And I remember <laughs> Futes can tell you some good stories. Yeah. I'll tell you exactly what you would have said. His lungs took a beating in that weekend. He yeah. says <laughs> I felt like I was at a Who concert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just but remember Chef yes. coming home with uh with all the all the prizes. He came home with like a brand new pair of flak hockey gloves, and he's like, "Here, he's like, do you want them?" And I, and I thought it was the best thing in the world, right? And then we go to the field, and I guess Fuda had like twenty seven goals in one game or something like that, and. I, he still won the gloves or something because of, it was the equipment guy or something. I took yeah, he was kissing, out for dinner. He was kissing Lefty Wilson's ass the whole. No, we went out for dinner. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Lefty Wilson, the guy from Remember? Detroit Red Wings, who was yeah. the, the trainer in the NHL, and he'd work for that USA Hockey Enterprises. Yeah. And when I when I got the flocks, I shoved them up Fuda's ass. He cried <laughs> and cried. And, oh well. Chevy, do you remember the, the storm of the century and that when you and I came down the street and pushed Al into that snowbank? He thought he oh, died. Remember? We, we crushed him. <laughs> and he was he, he was so cold. I remember how cold it was anyhow, and we punched him in that snowbank, and he, he, just, he just couldn't get over it. No. <laughs> he cried almost. But do you remember we pulled him out uh, of the room? He was just so drunk. He didn't even know. He had no clothes on. We pulled him out, laid him out in the hallway. <laughs> next thing you know, three girls walk by. One goes, "Nice penis." <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were good times, eh, Chef? Oh, man, no, it's 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 funny too. You guys talked earlier about Chev being a great hockey player, and I just remember him uh, coming out to my practices. And you know, at times he, uh, I think, a little ways in, he ended up coaching, assistant coaching, as typical, you know, fashion with Chev. And uh, I'll tell you, like. Couldn't even chirp the guy. His hands were so silky. Uh, he would do things on 11-year-olds that, you know, <laughs> would make them quit hockey. You know what I mean? With the biscuits, man, he, was, oh. he, had, sweet, he had sweet hands, man. And, and I think all the kids on the team were, like, in awe. And I, I was equally in awe, just, like, couldn't even chirp the guy as much as I wanted to because he was always chirping me and setting the bar a little bit higher than I could ever attain. But, oh, man, he was, he was, a, great, he was a great hockey player. Not, not a great skater. Great, great hands. Dizzy, what you I got some? Dizzy, what I know, he never really knew the goalie. Well, I can so. truly attest that anytime I asked my dad growing up who was the best athlete at Dom Day, Chevy, hands down. I appreciate uh, that. He's not going to yeah. pay you, yeah. you know, Derek, for fucking paying you for saying that. He's not going to pay you off. 
Was that hey Simon? Was that uh, was that like very minor hockey? Is that where you guys were then when you were? No, no, we were. I was still in. I was still in Rexdale then. Oh, okay. Uh, at twenty one eighty one, and um, I well, when you first started dating mom, we were in uh, North York. We were in um, on Lanyard, just at uh, Weston and Finch, and then we ended up moving up to twenty one eighty one there in Kip on Kipling, and and so yeah, where were we you were playing coming. hockey? Where were you playing? Uh, well, I mean, I started at St. Benny's, like I, I think probably a lot of you guys might have started out there. And then, uh, I was playing out at Albion arena and then, uh, eventually, um, the flyers, the civics, um, and then I, I actually went down to double a for a bit because the civics were so bad at the time. I don't know the politics behind it, but I ended up going down and, um, and then I was with uh, the jets and I was with, uh, uh, uh West mall. West Mall and then, there. and then I went and then my draft year actually to the OHL I broke my collarbone and uh, I ended up playing junior up in Timmins I knew I wasn't going to get a lot of ice at the time so I was like I'll heal properly and then uh, and then yeah so but yeah that's kind of where I went and then from there down uh, a little bit of college hockey here we had to get my grades up because uh, <laughs> I tutored them yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to get my grades up and then I got the scholarship to Iowa State went down there did the won the nationals and then over to Europe and actually, Mike was uh, Mike and Chev were pretty instrumental in in uh, some of the camps that I went pro free agent camps I went to in the summer and ended up hooking up and having a little little tilt over in Europe. So yeah, it was a great ride. But again, just the great people that made it all happen. Like you know, you, besides loving the game and and you know, you, you, there's a lot of variables like to make the NHL. I'm sure is your dad can attest to that. Like. So it's like winning the lottery, you know, the 600 best players on the planet get to do it. You know, not everybody does, but, you know, I always say, especially even to young kids now, like if there's, if you want to play and you love the game, there's always going to be a place for you. Right. Even if it's, you know, even if it's, uh, you know, Thursday night, Dom day tournament. Right. So just keep playing. That's it. Just love it. I loved watching Marty play. I mean, I'd go up to, uh, Perry Sound Sound to watch him. But that's as far as they came down to play in that junior league. Not for a bit. And they packed that Barbie O arena. Yeah. And I remember sitting there and there were just two of us, like Val and I, and the rest was all Perry Sound. And it was loud. And Marty scored and made it one nothing. And there's four hands. And that was it. Then he's in the corner and some guy yells out, you could play hockey 20, but can you fight? And just, it was the tough guy that Marty was going up against. Marty turned the guy and just fed him. <laughs> and I heard the guy go, he can play hockey and fight. <laughs> and then he comes off after he showers and all that, comes back and he's got his suit on and the same guy. Damn. I didn't know he was that big. And I just looked at him and I just laughed. <laughs> it, was, it was funny because it seemed like every time you guys came to watch me play, I got in a fight. I'd score or I'd get an assist. And then by the second or third period, I'd get in a fight. That's right. I, I, don't, I don't know. It was bad luck, but. It's the Gordy uh, Howard. Che- Chevy, Chevy wanted to get home early that night. There was yeah, yeah, on yeah. TV. <laughs> <laughs> But no, Marty, I think that's, I think that's the great, great thing about Dom Day. And you mentioned it is, you know, guys like yourself and, and, and babe and, and 
Danny Maruk and all those guys who have had, you know, ah. somewhat better, better hockey careers. They all end up on a Thursday night on a sheet of ice with guys like myself who can, uh, you know, <laughs> barely tie their skates, let alone uh, that. But um, Marty, Marty, you're a big piece, obviously, as well of the, the Rexdale uh, Winter Classic part of team McRae, multiple champions championships there. What's your, what's your scouting report on that team? And, and do you think that there's a good core there for when we make our return to Lake Placid? Yeah, I think, I think they're just getting younger, those guys, you know, and more confident. They're, they're, they're a great bunch of guys, great in the room, you know, they're coming along. They're coming along. Well, I, I see, I see a bright future for those, those boys. <laughs> Do they like the booze? Oh yeah. You, you know, the McCrae's, you know, oh, you, yeah. you know, we got, we got, uh, we we got a spinner on there too. He loves it. Yeah, hey, Jimmy from Yellowstone. For his own though, his father <laughs> never did. Wow, Spinner, that's Jimmy on Yellowstone. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, my, you watch my... Yellowstone. Look for Jimmy. It's Spencer McRae. That's his other job. He's an actor. <laughs> my my only complaint about that team McRae is that I always get stuck with the loudest D partner, and that's uh, that's Gordy McRae. Other than that, it's a fantastic team. So. Yeah, you just gotta talk them up before the game. Tell them like quick shifts, hey eh, kid. Quick shifts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, that's, uh, that's fantastic stuff. So, guys, we're gonna get into kind of the uh, the latter half of the interview. Get to some final words shortly. Um, but just kind of back to back to <laughs> Dom Day very briefly. Um, Marty, obviously, been a while since we've we've been back at the field. What are you looking forward to most uh, when we get back there? I think just the camaraderie, you know, obviously the chirps, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that makes the tournament and just getting to see everybody, see what everybody's been up to for the last couple of years, kind of in, uh, in lockdown, you know what I mean? But I'm sure there's a bunch of great stories and, you know, getting together again and again, just sharing some, some beers and playing some sports. You know, I, I don't think there's a lot of things that are uh, better than that out there. Guys, you've known like a hundred years already. Right. So, and then just being generational, it's just getting better. Right. Like, I mean, I follow a lot of you guys on Instagram and stuff like that. See what's going on. And, you know, everybody's just a lot of great things are happening. Everybody great to hear. It'll be great to hear everything. Right. Like I know the, the woodsies are getting married and having kids and everything. So, you know, it'll be great to hear the stories and I'm sure there's a lot of great things to talk about. So just want to get back and like be around everybody. I think there's a miss, there's a void in everybody, you know what I mean? A void in, in me anyway, just not being around or, you know, hearing what's going on or, you know, sharing uh, stories with everybody. So I, I'm looking forward to getting back to the field to, just kind of socialize and, you know, that's good stuff. And, and Chevy, what about yourself? Who you, who you looking forward most to, to giving a ribbon when you're back at the field? Like who's the guy you've just been missing, uh, you know, chirping on the field. (laughs) I'm looking at one of them. (laughs) That's right. It's a long list. You're in the top five, Cote. I appreciate I would assume Donnie's in the top two. (laughs) Well, he's there, and Gordy's there, and Al, and, you know, it's just, I, I miss all you guys, man. I, I, we always have a laugh, no matter what happens. <laughs> and, Cote, you haven't given me the, the big whistle yet. <laughs> I don't want to blow everybody's ears up, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, save, I'll save it for the field show. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> everybody, no. everybody has a place there, though, right? Just everybody fits in so well, right? Even if, even if it's awkward or whatever, it's just everyone's got a place. And I think that's what makes the tournament special too, right? Like, I don't think, I don't think if you're, you're there more than one year, you feel like an outsider. So, you know, I can attest to that personally. So I think everybody has a part and everybody has a, their moment with each other. And that's what makes it great. 
Well, what's good about it too is that we all listen when somebody chirps. And then you got to be careful when you chirp because you got five coming back the other way. So you got to you got to watch your P's and Q's. And when to say it and when not to. You'll learn dizzy when you get older. <laughs> so so then Chevy, who's who's somebody who you thought, you know what, this this guy can, you know, when I chirp him, I got to be on my toes. Like who's the one guy that you you think twice before chirping or is there anybody gordy mccray gordy is pretty witty with the comebacks it's very accurate chevrolet that is very accurate he's probably one of the toughest to go chirp to chirp with he's the best bar none yeah all righty guys we're going to get into some final words here uh marty why don't we start off with you just some final thoughts on uh on dom day yeah, like I said, it's it's played such a an integral role in my whole life. I mean, I think I touched on it a little bit now, or maybe trying to put too much or too little into it, just all over the place. But there, there's everything kind of comes back to that tournament. Like there's always there's always some part of that tournament that goes with me wherever I go, and you know, or it's it's created an opportunity me opportunity for me, whether it's through a relationship or you know, just kind of build some character or something that I bring with me into into my everyday life or all my adventures, you know. So. Yeah, the tournament means a lot to me. And hope, like I said, can't wait to get back and see everybody. And and I uh, hope everybody's staying safe and uh, looking forward to that day too. Good stuff. Chevy, what about you? Some final thoughts on Dom Day? I just miss all the guys and uh, all the laughter and uh, the odd beer. You know, like, like I like the even beers too, but... <laughs> <laughs> Cote actually taught me how to drink that Dom Day. Oh geez, <laughs> you were you were in my basement the night that Pickle got kicked in the head with that beer bottle. Was he one of the yeah. Avengers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on that team. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. I think I held it. Yeah, you held it, and we thought. Well, it was, you uh, kicked it. <laughs> yeah, I gave it the boot. Yep. Minor, minor detail. Pick got over it. Well, it's about time you learn how to duck. Exactly. Be quicker. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> No, I just missed all the guys, and I wish Babe was here too, because I have more hair than him now. I think. <laughs> I said I'm hoping to see him. I'm heading out there in January, uh, and he and he did uh, procure a few tickets for myself, and I'm hoping to see him. He said, uh, asked if he was going to be at the game, and he said it depends on his schedule. So hopefully, he doesn't have a dinner party that night, and uh, <laughs> a tip one or two with him, and uh, catch up a little. That's good stuff. Hey, final thoughts. Well, obviously, um, you know, I've I've known Chevy for a long time and certainly uh, had lots of laughs together. And we were the we, we caused a lot of the issues through the years. And uh, you were you were a great side man or wing man. Um, certainly, I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll say to, to Marty, certainly, um, I think when when you became a part of Chevy's life, um, you know, he was he was certainly a different person, different person for the good. Um, I know that that's been super important to him to have a, to have a stepson. And, uh, you know, I know how proud he, he, um, thinks of you and your accomplishments and stuff like that. So as much as I've, I've never really hung with you that much, certainly we know each other, we follow each other through Instagram and stuff like that. And I always look forward to certainly Simon to seeing you at the field and, and Chev, as I say, we, we go way back and a lot of laughs at TCI and, uh, we probably were never the best students in the world, but we certainly, uh, 
we left our name for ourselves uh, in, in our yearbooks and shit like that. So um, great to see both you guys. Certainly look forward to uh, catching up uh, hopefully in June and uh, to both of you stay well. Thanks, Cote. You as well. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, buddy. Dizzy, you want to hop in here with some final words? Yeah, I got a couple. Well, it's just great to see you guys. I mean, it's been way too long at this point, but uh, growing up, it was always best athlete at the tournament was Chevy, hands down. Learn from him. And hey, Dizzy, I, his head's yeah. going to fucking swell. Stop. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> you can drain it by the time we get back to the field. But uh, I'll never forget, Chef. I, I was wearing the San Francisco hat the one year, and you took notice, and you were like, I, I, me and Val went on a trip to San Francisco a couple of years ago. We got an extra hat. Just wait. Tomorrow I'll bring it. And you brought it over and it was just such a nice thing to do. And I, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, I, I, I don't have 30 bucks for a hat, Chevy. I can't. I, I don't, I, it was just so nice of you to give it to me and you didn't have to. And it, I still have that. And it's a great hat. And I, I appreciate it. But just the kind of guy you are. And Marty, you. you're always so quick to involve me. And I'm such an awkward guy at Dom Day every year. I feel like I get so drunk at the night and get so excited. And then the next day I'm so hung over and just so nervous to talk to everybody because I've forgotten everything. But see, you guys are always so great father. to pull me in. And I, I just really appreciate it. And it was so great to have you guys on tonight. Your pleasure. <laughs> if you were my son, Dizzy, believe me, you bivet a drink. Well, I mean, there's a lot of speculation, though. I, Chef, you've told me with a straight face that you are my father, and I, I've got a full head of hair. I don't know who. He, I, he there's to, a lot of questions to be asked. That's all I'll say. Dizzy, he used to say he was my father until he saw me play baseball, and then that rumor stopped pretty quickly. And I so. said, well, I, I was saying to him, he said, "You're definitely Roscoe." I always remembered the best, the best athletes in the tournament were always Chevy's sons, and so the one year he. He called me his son, and it was like, oh, <laughs> like I finally did it. Like I, I've always, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm the guy I wanted to be. Well, and then Chevy drafted me the next year, and he's like, "You fucking loser." <laughs> That's good stuff, Donnie. Final thoughts? I don't know. This is turning into a Doctor Phil episode. The way this is going, but uh, but no, with the. Uh, with Chev and I, uh, you know, I was just tallying up the years here. So we've known each other basically for over 50 years. And uh, a lot of uh, water has passed under the bridge since then. And uh, I think initially, like, you know, how I got to know him was he was pretty good friends with my brother. And so he would be hanging around uh, the house a lot and and uh, always good friends with Bert and Fran and and always a laugh. You could always expect, you could always get a laugh from Chef, right? Just like now, but it's just, um, the athletics piece of it is forgotten because if you look now, you just would never even think of that, but he was just, <laughs> he was, he was unbelievable. And now it's turned into, he's got, he has the finest keg in the history of the tournament. Like it is a beauty. If you, if you folks next time we're at the field, if you just step back and take a look at that baby, it is beautiful. I mean, it's just perfectly round. It's spherical. It's, it's, it's awesome. Spherical. Yeah. Spherical. But he's a, uh, he's a great guy. And he's, he's such a history of uh, a big piece of the history of the tournament. When you look back over the years and uh, since he stopped playing, he's probably become 
even more of a legend just with his constant straddling of the sidelines with a beverage in hand and, and taking a shot at everybody. And as he says, well, quite willing to take one back, you know? Um, so I've been real fortunate uh, for most of my lifetime to, to, to have known Chev. Um, and I'll still be sitting at work one day and I'm right in the middle of something, whatever and the phone's ringing. I look down, it says Chevy, you know, so he'll, he'll, you know, he's a good guy. He makes a point of calling me. You know, I'd probably say once, once every two months for sure. And usually it's about either a bet at the track or, or, you know, something going on, but he's, uh, he's been a great friend over the years. And I cherish that with Marty. Um, I remember first meeting him at actually at one of those summer tournaments that we had few to used to organize these teams. And we play in a summer tournament in Etobicoke somewhere and Mar and Marty came out and then, I think a year or two later, he might have he might have started hanging around and that. But for for me, with 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 Marty is is a, he he's such a well rounded. I'm going to call him a young man. He's not a young man anymore, but he's so well spoken and carries himself so well. Uh, you know, it's it's a terrific reflection on his upbringing, and not so much with Chev, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I just, I'm just kidding. But Val and, and his dad and everything, he's been a great addition and he's just a, he's just a real fine individual. And, um, you know, he chuckles along with everything that goes on. And I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure it took him a few years to get the hang of it all, but, uh, he's been a great addition. I look forward to seeing him every year and now his girls are getting so big and we're able to follow them on Instagram and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that they come as well. And, um, Anyhow, Believe it or not, they still ask about the tournament. That they're they, I mean, especially my youngest. I'm a little bit surprised to be honest. Like, are we doing Dom Day this year, Dad? And I'm like, I don't know yet. You know, like, yeah. So they're, yeah, they're they're they they know the tournament already too. It's it's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. So, anyhow, great stuff, you guys. Uh, awesome to see you. And this has been a good time. Yep. Hey guys, thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Yes. Well, we, guys, we appreciate it. Well, guys, I'm just going to wrap up with uh, some of my final thoughts as well. Um, I just obviously want to thank Chev and, and Simon for coming on to the show. I mean, Chevy is a guy like when I think back to some of my earliest memories at, at Case Field, I think Dizzy hit, hit the nail on the head about Chevy's kids. And I think we all, all the young guys have a memory of being called Chevy's kids at some point. But I just remember, you know, when you were collecting beer bottles, Chevy, stopping by Chevy's place, yeah, he always had beer bottles, but he always had a laugh. And even if as a kid, you never understood it, never understood his jokes because we were a little too young to maybe get him at the time. There was just something about him that you always wanted to pop by and see how Papa Chevy was doing. So um, I got to say, like, Chevy, you know, you were one of my idols growing up when I was a kid, and I always loved popping by and, and collecting beer bottles from you. Um, and then Marty as well. I mean, Marty, you in a lot of ways paved, paved the path for a lot of us second generation guys to do what you did. Um, you know, being one of the older guys who, uh, you know, joined this tournament. Now, if you look, there's a bunch of us who are who are playing in the tournament who saw you kind of get your licks as, as a rookie and knew it wasn't so bad. You just had to suck it up and go through it. Now we're all here. And, and I even still today, I mean, we talk about team McRae and, and all that stuff and, just how you roll your sleeves up and you're still one of the young guys and, you know, shooting the shit and making fun of all of us the same. It's, it's fantastic. And, and I know we always talk about it, uh, but getting another team going back to Placid, and I hope that does happen. Cause I think it would be awesome to do a father or son and whoever tournament to Placid. Cause I think there's a lot of memories left to be had there still. So great to have you guys on. 
and to our fans, uh, this will be it for prior to the holidays, but we should be back in the new year. Uh, be sure in the meantime to like, rate, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Take care, boys. Thank you, guys. Good job, Good job guys. boys. Good to see you oh, guys. Thank you guys for coming Not on. All is. Great. Uh, Marty, thanks for uh, supplying a computer, eh? <laughs> <laughs>